Section 27 of United States Senate Election, Expulsion, and Censure Cases, 1793-1990, by Anne M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Joanne Turner. Case 25, Archibald Dixon, 1802-1876, Kentucky. Election Case Appointment, December 6, 1852, to December 20, 1852. Issues. Right of Governor to make appointment to fill a vacancy only for a limited time. Right of Legislature to elect to fill a vacancy that would occur in the future. Chronology. Credentials presented December 6, 1852. Senate vote December 20, 1852. Result. Seated. Background. In December 1851, the ailing Henry Clay resigned his Senate seat effective the first Monday of September, 1852. On December 30, 1851, the Kentucky legislature elected Archibald Dixon, a Whig and political friend of Clay, to serve the remainder of the term from September 1852 to March 1855. Shortly after this vote, the Kentucky legislature adjourned. Clay's health deteriorated rapidly, and he died on June 29, 1852. Within a few days, Democratic Governor Lazarus Powell appointed Democrat David Merriweather to be senator until the date of Clay's intended resignation in September. Merriweather took his seat on July 15, 1852, and served for seven weeks until Congress adjourned on August 31, 1852. Statement of the Case When the Senate reconvened in December, the status of David Merriweather and Archibald Dixon appeared clear. Merriweather, the senator appointed to fill the vacancy caused by the death of Henry Clay, had left the Senate by the date of Clay's intended resignation in September 1852. Archibald Dixon, elected for the term beginning on Clay's planned date of resignation, arrived to take his seat on December 6, 1852. Although no Kentuckians challenged these procedures, William M. Gwynn, Democrat of California, protested Dixon's seating. He insisted that when the Senate recessed in August, Kentucky had two senators and that no new vacancy had been created. Response of the Senate James C. Jones, Whig of Tennessee, who had presented Dixon's credentials, pointed out that Merriweather was not contesting the seat. Gwynne countered that there was no need for a contestant since no vacancy existed. He noted that he had questioned the validity of Merriweather's credentials the previous July because of the time limit the Kentucky governor had placed on Merriweather's tenure. Supporters of Dixon observed that Kentucky's actions represented harmonious cooperation between an executive and a legislature. After the legislature selected a successor for Clay's post-resignation term, the governor, with the state assembly adjourned, 
exercised his proper authority to appoint an interim senator for the seat unexpectedly vacated by Clay's death. Other senators agreed, adding that the conditions of Merriweather's appointment were fully known and recognized by the Senate when his credentials were accepted in July. As the debate continued over several days, subsequent responses from a variety of senators made it evident that the Kentucky credentials matter had become yet another pretext for debate on states' rights. Theoreticians began analyzing the source of final authority in the structure of American government. The supporters of states' rights charged that Kentucky was entitled to two senators because the states were sovereign, while the opponents argued that Kentucky was entitled to two senators by virtue of the limited sovereignty granted states by the United States Constitution. The wide-ranging debate rambled on until December 20th, when George E. Badger, Whig of North Carolina, interjected a bit of humor by suggesting that he could make a very good 15-minute speech on the topic, but that, in the tradition of the Senate, he would continue for 45 minutes. Quote, our speeches here, unquote, Badger contended, quote, will convince nobody in the chamber if they convince anyone outside, unquote. His colleagues agreed the time had come to terminate the argument and voted 27 to 16 to seat Dixon. Conclusion By seating Archibald Dixon, the Senate responded affirmatively to three questions. Could a state legislature fill a vacancy before it actually occurred? Could the governor limit the duration of a term? And could there be one vacancy caused by death and three months later a second vacancy caused by resignation, both for the same man? The Senate voted mileage and per diem until December 20, 1852, for David Merriweather, who had waited in Washington for the outcome. Archibald Dixon did not seek re-election to his Senate seat in 1854. He resumed the practice of law in Kentucky, where he died in 1876. End of Case 25 and of Section 27